Hello, this is Christian from the Christian Simone Show. In this episode, New Year and the New You for Real this time, I will be sharing some great tips on how to truly implement your goals so they're no longer just a wish, but actually something obtainable. You want to know more? Stay tuned. Well, hello and welcome to 2018. I hope that your New Year's celebrations were fun, they were festive, and they gave you all that you wanted it to be. So whatever that is, if it was hobnobbing and being glittery at the latest hottest club, or if it was more like me at home, snuggled up, after cleaning the house and just enjoying the relaxation of the air of being in a new year. Now, going forward in my episodes, there'll be some things changing. In coming episodes, I will be going into deeper thoughts and I will be able to give more insight into things as in 2018, it's either all or nothing. In our society, a lot of times we don't want to come out. We don't want to be out in the open because of fear. We're scared of what others may think. We're scared of being looked down upon or not fitting in. And I just want to be the bearer of good news. You will never fit in. So this can be an early start to making 2018 your year because you'll never fit in. As long as you are who you are, then you're always going to stand out. The more and more people attempt to cop and carby themselves and make themselves appear like others, we as a society are losing so much. So embrace who you are, and that is going to make for a head start against anybody else. And you shouldn't be looking at anybody else but you. So competing with you. Now, you have to determine your goals for 2018. Determining your goals really, really matter. Um, As I've mentioned in some of my previous episodes, we sometimes carry goals around that others have put on us. So for, for many years through college, I was told that I would be a great attorney. Now, growing up poor and abused, I really wanted to be a social worker believe it or not, because I wanted to give a voice to the voiceless, which were children. But after sharing my goal, I was told that was stupid and that I would forever be poor and I should go become an attorney so that I could make money. So carrying that goal around for years and merging myself into thinking I would be this next big shot attorney, I went to college thinking I would be great. Now, the flip of this story is that depression and the lack of confidence truly destroyed me from being able to live out that dream. I was so scared of failure that I couldn't even muster up the energy to take the LSAT 
because I just felt like I couldn't and that I would not be able to be successful. I felt like a failure because of my goal that really wasn't mine to start with. So I was putting on and carrying something that wasn't even mine and I was associating the uh, inability to do those said things based on something that was never mine in the first place. So that took a lot of my 20s. And now in the most illustrious 30s, I am able to look back at my life and I've been able to really take a really good look at myself and really take a hard look at my goals. What I really would be me and what is society instead of just trying to be what everyone else wants me to be, I have now pushed out of what I want to be. Now, if those goals that you have on your list and have had on your list for years, then that's a really good indicator that you need to stop and really review those goals hard. If you've had a goal for five years, look at it and determine, is this of you or is this of your family? Is this of your, you know, church members or other people around you? Then, And that could definitely be the reason as to why you haven't been able to obtain it because you really don't want to. And so we procrastinate. Like procrastination comes because it's something that we don't want to do that we're dreading to do. And if it's something that you is not for you to do, then you will push it off, push it off and push it off and make excuses and feel unhappy because you haven't reached this goal. But if you're really honest with yourself, that isn't what you want to do. Now, your goals may not be from family. It could could be something that you have adopted. We in the social media era, we see so much. We see the Miley Teals of the world, the Maddie Joneses of the world. We see all these beautiful celebrities, and especially my African-American sisters that have been murdering the game, like just murking it. And we see that and we're like, oh, I want that. And we really are not stopping to say, hmm, go, sis, go, do your thing. But my thing is to be the best soap maker there is in the land. Or I want to be the best mama of the land. Or I want to be a fitness coach, yet I've never done anything athletic in my life. But that's what I want to do. Versus taking on what is society would say is a good goal, like becoming a doctor, an engineer, or being, you know, a nurse or whatever, or an attorney, for my instance, there's nothing inherently wrong with those goals if those are your goals. Now, if that is your goal to be the dopest attorney, then go for go for broke and make it happen. But if that's not your goal, then it is disturbing to you. And if that's the case, if you figure out this goal is not of me, what I need you to do is promptly get up while this podcast is going on and go put it in the trash, like throw it away because it's not something for you. After a very long battle, I had to go ahead and let go of the notion of being an attorney. It at times comes back to me of wanting to be one, but I know deep down inside, it's not something that I truly want And therefore, it is, again, me trying to be perceived in a certain light amongst society. And let's just kind of cut and leave the notion of society and they behind in 2017. 
that is something that we don't want to carry. Now, many times we're told that we can, instead of telling ourselves what we'll be, you have the greatest joy and the greatest honor in the world to write your story. So you can make your narrative be whatever it is you want to be and make it to sound the way it needs to sound. And your narrative only has meaning based on what you have put on it. So if you provide, you provide your life meaning. And so your story is just that it's a story. It's a narrative. It's the little truck that could. It's the Pooh Bear novel that you read to your kids at night. It is a story. You associate meaning with that story. So for instance, if you've graduated college, the story that you put with it is was a joyous occasion. You were happy. Your family was around and everyone was happy for you. Or it could be it was a horrible time because it was a lot of insecurity, a lot of uncertainty of what the future was going to hold or whatever you want it to be. The notion of the story is you graduated. The meaning you put is what you have placed on it. So you get to rewrite your narrative to make it to what you want it to be. And it would behoove you to write your narrative in a way that's going to help you win. (laughs) And it's going to make the life you actually really truly want. And if you're not doing that, then again, you are doing yourself a true disservice. So there are three tips that I have come up with Me being on a plane for two hours a pop twice a week really does a lot for me thinking. And I want to share these tips to truly help you be able to take your lofty wishes and ideas and make them actual reality. So a lot of times the thing, the notion with the New Year's resolutions that I have finally discovered I don't want to say discovered because I'm not Columbus, um, that I was able to acknowledge and was introduced to in a mindset is that resolutions are wishes. They are societal accepted wishes. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. Everyone applauds you for losing, for wanting to lose weight, or I'm going to get my finances in order. I'm going to go out for the promotion. I'm going to date the fine redhead boy who's 6'5", broad shoulders, and a beautiful smile. Hey, we all have our things. (laughs) And it's a wish unless you actually create the right formulation in order to actually obtain such. So until you have it written down and you do these three tips that I'm going to provide to you, your goal is not a goal. It's nothing more than a wish. And a wish is something that can easily change as quick as a great wig that I use while I'm rocking this ball look right now. So the first tip is to schedule your progress with milestones. Having a clear goal will help you, but you also need to have it to be measured. It helps you to know if this is something that you are really serious about or if this is just another pipe dream. Things that matter, you will make time for. Things that don't matter, you'll forget or make excuses. When I was focused on losing weight, you could not beat me to the gym. I would get up at 5.45 to be at the gym at 6 o'clock 
and work out from 6 to 6.45, take a quick shower, go to work, and go back at 5.30. You could pretty much clock me and you could set your clock to me being at that gym because it was important to me. So last year when I tried to do the weight loss thing because I did gain my some weight back after going through 2016, which is I will go into in another podcast, That was a very hard year, and 2017 was the recovery of that year. And so I really didn't have the mindset. I didn't have the measurables in place. It was just a very after haphazard afterthought. And so for me, any little thing was an easy way out. So it could be the hotel's gym is small or the hotel hotel doesn't have a gym or it's hard to eat healthy when you're on the road or I'm tired. Or I don't want to be around people. When I did not have it in a measurable focused way, it was easy for me to make excuses and to self comfort and appease myself to say, it's okay that you're basically not doing what you said or needed to do. Now for 2018, I have refocused and I have created a plan. So I created my goals very specifically create using the SMART mythology, specific, measurable, obtainable, uh, realistic, and time sensitive. And I also, with those goals in mind, created rebuttals. So for instance, because I travel 90% for work and I'm often in times in parts of the country where they don't know of a legitimate gym, like a Planet Fitness may be good, may be the it for that place. And I've had some places where that that wasn't even existence. Um, and what could have been happening is that I, I created a workout plan that I can do in my room, full body weight, and it still gets the job done. So you create your rebuttals, and you create solutions for those rebuttals, it's going to help you hit your goal. And that can be applied to anything, to finances, dating, uh, career changes, starting a business, changing careers, anything that you want to do, you have to create that kind of attrition plan to make sure you're covered. And you also want to make sure you do that while you're in a good, clear mindset, because then it helps you. The whole notion of uh, if you don't, if you um, don't plan, you will fail. Essentially, plan the work, work the plan. So if you plan the work, when things happen, you will be able to continue to work the plan because the plan was always there. It was set. There really isn't any mental thoughts. It's like the whole um, big notion of, you know, having a dress uniform um, that millionaires do, things like that. It takes a lot of the thinking out of the equation and all you're doing is executing. And it's better to create a plan when you're still very motivated and positive than it is for you to try to make a plan when you are kind of in the throes of life. Number two. Tell positive people who have accomplished something about themselves your goals. So I caution about telling just anyone about your goals, especially early on. 
It's like, you know, when you have a newborn, you're not going to just let anybody hold your baby. And so you should feel the same way about your goals. I would only tell people who have accomplished some things in their lives and who are positive. Now, not that faux positivity shit either. I mean, those who can actually see hurdles and hard stops and they see the options to move past those items. Those who have done things in their lives are more equipped to give you guidance and to understand the struggle because they've been there. They've done some shit in their lives. My friend Jackie, who has done some amazing, (laughs) amazing things. You probably have heard of her. She's the creator of the brand Adorned by Chi. And she's pretty much the manifestation of all things beautiful, black, quirky, black girl. And she's been seen on so many publications. And the thing with talking with her on a good daily basis is that she actually gets the rigors of creating and rejection. She is someone who I'm able to be really frank with about the journey. And then I'm able to get some good feedback from it. So instead of her coddling me, if I said I want to write a book, her next question was, so when are you going to do it? When are you going to write the next, the first chapter? What is it going to be about immediately versus, oh my God, that sounds so cool. No. So what are you going to do? You only want to talk to people who have done things because that's where their mind is. They're not so in love and enamored and impressed with the notion or the thought They're about the actual execution of those such things. And also others, um, you know, can help you with your roadblocks. They can also help to see if you're projecting just kind of a half-ass attempt. So they can kind of call you out on that. And that helps you again to grow. You know, athletes talk to other athletes. So if you're wanting to be successful, talk to other successful people. And I promise you, if you do that, that is really going to put you on a whole nother playing field. Like I listened to Isa Ray and her notion of not just having friends that are on a higher level, but having friends that are kind of, that are on that same playing field as you, because that's who is going to help you progress and grow. Because as you elevate, they should be elevating as well because you're adding to them, they're adding to you. And it's just this continuous level up of the group. Tip number three is be detached from the end goal. Don't get too caught up in being married to the end result. When you are to speak about your experiences, you know, a lot of times we do some type of shortcuts to get there because we're so enamored with making the goal. So wanting to lose 100 pounds, you might get a bit testy midway after you've lost 25 and you hit a plateau. You may start doing some stupid shit like taking Um, weight loss medication or just doing really random ass shit. Like I like to call it like crackhead mindsets. That's not going to be the thing. But if you are fully vested in your own success, then you will look at each hurdle and win as a means of in trying to win those hurdles as a means of teaching yourself how to level up. For example, on a personal level, I would love to find another person to be in love with someone. I've never actually had an adult relationship (laughs) and I'm 32. Don't judge me and don't debate me on it. (laughs) Now, I'm really trying to be more focused on being able to love and to be able to receive that love. Now, how it comes, the package of who that person is, 
I'm not married to it. So I'm not, you know, as much as I love a nice redhead, I am open to the variety of forms that person that I can love on a personal level may be. But the goal is still to be able to love and to receive that love and how long it may be and what type of relationship it is. I am certain, slightly persnickety about, but it is not something that I am super rigid about because things that are rigid will sink. Things that are pliable and um, flexible are able to pivot and able to continue to flow. I mean, the results of my relationship could be an Oprah and Stedman situation, and I am totally okay with that. <laughs> that would be great. But, or it could totally end up with a marriage and having adopted kid, you know, so in anything in between. But I am more focused on being able to give myself more love so that I'm able to receive that love and be able to give that love out to the world. I hope this was helpful to you. I hope that you're able to take these tips and execute your goals more efficiently, effectively, and produce the results that you want. I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line at Christian at the and let's connect. Let's collaborate for 2018.